This podcast is made possible by Empire Blue Cross and Blue Shield, the whole health company. Welcome to The Beginning, Episode 1 of the Go Bronx Podcast. I'm Olga Luce. And I'm Angel. On today's first episode, we are going to talk about how the Bronx became the Bronx. We figured it's a good way to start our pod on Bronx history from the beginning of its history. But first, let's talk about a few misconceptions about why the Bronx is called the Bronx. There's been some misinformation going around, and everyone seems to have a different take on this. But we're here to set the story straight. Yeah, some people are saying that the Bronx was named after a family. And they would be wrong. Exactly. Another rumor is that the borough we live in today was always called the Bronx. And again, that is wrong. Right. Wait, that's right? No, it's wrong. You're right to say it's wrong. The Bronx wasn't always known as the Bronx, and the Bronx was not named after a family. Okay, I thought so. Now that we've cleared that up, let us all gather around our phones, iPads, computers, smart speakers, or however else you are listening to us. We are going to take a little journey back in time and tell you the story of a young man born in Sweden and how the Bronx became the Bronx. Oh boy, oh boy, I'm so excited. Tell us the story of Jonas Bronk, Uncle Angel. Well, first, there is not a whole lot we know of Mr. Jonas Bronk. For many years, people thought he was either Dutch or Danish. But recent studies have given more credence to the fact that he was actually Swedish, born in Comstadt, Smalland. Sounds like the kitty furniture section at Ikea. I know, right? So in the year 1639, Jonas Bronk arrived in New Netherland, which is now parts of New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Pennsylvania, and Delaware. He was accompanied by his wife, Tiontai, Jurians, and a few indentured servants. Bronx's intention was to prosper from trade under the Dutch West India Company. He acquired over 600 acres of land from the Wegwiskeeks at the southernmost tip of the South Bronx, where the Harlem River meets the East River. The Native Americans referred to the area as Renakwa, in the Lenape language. I'm impressed. That he brought 600 acres? No, that you can pronounce all those Native American names. Would not, we, 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 what? So do we know where in the Bronx uh, this area is? Well, enough Bronx historians have agreed that Jonas Bronx House was located just east of today's Third Avenue Bridge, near East 132nd Street, or the Lower Mott Haven District. When he arrived here, Jonas named his farm Emmaus, a place mentioned in the Bible where Jesus made his first appearance post-crucifixion. His house looked more like a fort, stone walls with a tiled roof. He had a tobacco house and, a little known fact, Bronx was a brewer. Whoop whoop! Did somebody say something about beer? The Bronx has a rich and long historic legacy with breweries, but that's for another show. Another show. With beer. Anywho... Jonas supposedly had little to no problems with the Native Americans in the area. They had a pretty good relationship. Despite the ongoing skirmishes between settlers and natives, he maintained trade with nearby settled villages such as Harlem, just across the river. Get it, baby, get it! And now for a little segment we like to call Yo Angel! Yo Olga! Why is the Bronx called the Boogie Down? Well, for your information, 
The Bronx is the home of an international music phenomenon called hip-hop. Dating back to the early 1970s, hip-hop music was collectively forming in places like public parks, dance halls, and tenement basements. The disc jockey, or the DJ, was a major component to the cultivation of hip-hop, while the master of ceremonies, or the MC, commandeered the audience with rhymes and hype. Soon enough, breakdancers became the choreographers of hip-hop dance, and graffiti became the backdrop to it all. This all happened in the Bronx during a time when the borough was going through some dire times. We are honored to have our Bronx hip-hop pioneers still among us, like Melly Mel, Grandmaster Cass, and Curtis Blow. Wow. Come on, Angel. Drop the beat. <laughs> Angel, tell us what happened to Jonas Bronk. Unfortunately, we don't know much of his fate in Bronx history. What we do know is that he died under mysterious circumstances in 1643. He was only 43 years old. His wife, Tiontai, helped produce an inventory of her late husband's possessions before she remarried and settled in what is now the city of Albany, which 150 years later will become New York State's capital city. So she produced an inventory. Um, that's a fancy way of saying she packed up his stuff. So what was included in that inventory? Well, Bronx was reported to have one of the largest private library collections in New Netherland. He had books and writings varying from languages such as Latin, German, Danish, and more. No one really knows whatever happened to this inventory, nor do we know where Bronx is buried. Who knows? He may be buried somewhere on the Bistro or Bronx native. And the ghost of Jonas Bronx is rocking a Bronx t-shirt and breakdancing to some tunes. Let's start rumors. Wow. <laughs> After his death, the farm he owned was becoming to be known as Bronx Land and switched from one hand to the next until two brothers from the island of Barbados, Richard and Lewis Morris, purchased a tract of land from a Samuel Etzel in 1670. By the 18th century, Bronxland was renamed Morrisania in honor of the Morris family legacy cultivated there. We're going to hear more uh, about the Morris family in episode two. So Bronx arrived in 1639 and died just four years later, which means he was only here for a hot minute. So why are we still called the Bronx? Good question. As I said in the beginning of the show, Jonas Bronx, that's B-R-O-N-C-K, called his farm Emmaus. The early branch of the Morris family that brought the land called the farm Bronx Land. Well, the river that lay just east of Bronx Land was also referred to as Bronx's River or Bronx and his river, both spelled with the CK at the end. It was the English who corrupted the spelling of his last name so that it can be read as Bronx with the X at the end. Those wacky Brits and their alternate spellings. When we come back... The world has changed a lot in the last year, and more than ever, you need health insurance you can rely on. Empire Blue Cross Blue Shield is the whole health company, and that means they are dedicated to improving the health and well-being of everyone in the Bronx and throughout the New York service area. They've been supporting the health of Bronxites for 86 years, providing you access to high-quality, affordable care. To learn how you can make a whole health connection, 
go to empireblue.com. Sigourney Weaver here to tell you about the New York Botanical Garden. 250 acres, 1 million plants, and you. Now open in the Bronx. Plan your visit at nybg.org. The Residence Inn by Marriott Bronx at the Hutchinson Metro Center on East Chester Road. This all-suite hotel offers an at-home feel with fully equipped kitchens, luxury bedding, a fitness center, free parking, free breakfast, and free Wi-Fi. Grab a bite to eat at their complimentary social hour or order a local craft beer at the bar. It's better in the Bronx. The Residence Inn by Marriott Bronx. For reservations, call 718-239-3939. In 1898, the Bronx as we know it today had other ambiguous names until they became an actual borough, such as the Annex District, the North Side, or the 23rd and 24th Ward. So unimaginative. I know. But upon becoming a borough in 1898, it was renamed the Borough of the Bronx, actually referring to the river. This is why there is the article the before the name. So in a nutshell, the Bronx was named after the Bronx River. The Bronx River was named after Jonas Bronx. Our borough is one of the few places in the world that has an article before its name, like The Hague, the Vatican, the Bronx. Too bad Jonas didn't live long enough to see his legacy taking form in the new world. Yeah, it's too bad. Wait until I tell you about another gentleman named Adrian Vanderdonk, who arrived in New Netherland in 1645. He was a distinguished Dutch lawyer and was also known as the John Keir, which meant gentleman in Dutch, similar to Esquire for the English. Well, talking about those English, when they conquered the colony in the 1660s and renamed New Amsterdam to New York, they went ahead and renamed Vanderdonk's former estate to Yonkers, a slight version of the word Jonkier. Yonkers, I know that place. That's our show this week. Thank all of you for tuning in to our Go Bronx podcast produced by the Bronx Tourism Council and made possible by Empire Blue Cross and Blue Shield, the whole health company. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at GoBXPod. For more information, log on to GoBronxPod.com. And while you're there, subscribe to our e-newsletter. As, As always, always, I'm Olga Luce. And I'm Angel. Bronxfully, Bronxfully yours. yours.